And uh, <clears throat> uh, it, it's a beautiful chapter, and it's going to say a lot uh, of what we're, we're going to be desiring, where we want to go. And we have the assurance of the word, amen, of some things that's going to unfold and take place. And uh, how that you and I as the church and a part of that first resurrection, how many wants to be a part of the first resurrection? That first resurrection, amen, uh, if I understand it right, it's going to even be a part of being priest in that millennium time of a thousand years. So that's what this chapter is going to end up on, talking about those thousand years, the millennium. And, and then we'll see kind of where we're going to be a part of that and play a part in that. And uh, so it's, a, it's something excited. To, uh, you, know, you know, sometimes the best thing an employer can do for his employees is to give them a, something to work toward. If, if you do this or that, then you're going to get a percentage. And which one does the most is going to get the higher percentage. Something of that nature that helps them. I know the shipyard at one time played, paid welders. They paid them a certain amount an hour, but they also paid the bonus of footage. And if you, you weld enough footage, you got paid, and your paycheck was a lot more than them guys sitting around propped up, drinking water and taking breaks and, watching the seagulls fly by. They was there just to get enough to get by and get their family by, but there was others there, amen, hey, you know what? I want to do more than just get my family by. I want to make a little extra, maybe put it up and store it up and lay it up. And, amen, so it takes a little, little gumption sometimes, a little, little get up and go about it. And that's the same way living for God. Anybody can come and just sit back and sit around and do things like that, but, it, you know, then it takes others, it makes up in their mind and heart, amen, that, uh, you know, if it's going to go that way, it's not going that way without a fight. <laughs> uh, somebody's going to say something about it. And if you pay close attention, just a verse we had just a last chapter, amen, it talked about that cluster of grapes. And it made it clear that someone spoke up about that cluster of grapes. And, hey, I, I think of ourselves sometimes. We can take that as individuals. You know, the whole cluster of grapes wasn't good. The outward part of them was rotting and didn't look too good and things of that nature. But yet on the inside, there were some sweet grapes. And so one spoke up and said, hey, don't destroy the whole cluster because there's some good inside that. And I thank God he looked down upon us and said, you know what? There's a lot of baggage on the outside, but there's some good in there. And we'll get focused on the good and work on that. We'll overcome the bad. And that's what God does. And so as we watch this, this lesson, I'm going to go back a few verses because I'm sure I stopped about the 14th verse and kind of run through the last few verses. But I'm doing this for a reason because this kind of sums up the, the whole chapter and the remaining of the chapter. Amen. From about the 11th verse through Amen. The 23rd verse, I believe it is. And so, uh, if you will, I'm going to just, I'm going to back up. I'm not going to spend, and the latter part of it, I'm going to go ahead and kind of go through it. So, so don't get too, too worried. And I didn't bring my watch. I forgot it. I just thought about it. Lord have mercy. So, I, but I still tried to hold to 830 because I already thought about it's first week back for school and all that. And everybody's got to get back in the routine. And, and uh, you know, them come in here. I know how it is, okay? But anyway, let's get started. But ye are they that forsake the Lord. I want you to notice he's talking to two different groups of people in these next verses. 
He's talking to those that had forsook the Lord. And he's going to go to talk to the servants of God. And, and we're, we don't have no part of those that are forsaking God. We don't have no part of those, amen, that's wanting to go back to beggar elements and going back to the ways of the world. No, we have found the way. We have found the truth. Sister Teresa, some of the biggest rattles you're going to find is going to be over the spirit of truth. Doctrines that's been indoctrinated into you. And uh, you let the spirit of truth, it'll rule. It'll, it'll, it'll rule and reign. If you just keep yielding like you did here tonight, it, it'll bring you, it'll, it'll help you, it'll guide you. And that's what it's about. The spirit, the Holy Ghost is to lead and guide us into all. Hey, I still want that guiding Holy Ghost in my life. How about you? Amen. I, I still, there's some things uh, I want to have. I want to have God's uh, uh, thoughts about it and, and direction about it. Not just man's. That's even in the apostolics and the Pentecostal ranks. Hallelujah. We, we all got a lot of different opinions and ideas about things, but uh, we want to do things the way God wants us to do it. We want to be pleasing. You know, there's some things the Word of God makes real plain. And you don't have to pray over it. You don't have to fast about it. It's settled by the written word of God. The plan of salvation, to live a godly life, a separated life, and things of that nature. And then you've got to get in the areas of drawing lines. And I'm going to talk about the way a little bit because that's where this is. This is what this is basically talking about. Amen. The way, the choosings of your way and the way that you're going to live. Because the way that you live is how you're going to be judged. What you, you, you allow yourself to get involved in what you give yourself to what you yield yourself to Bible has taught us you know to resist the devil but yield ourselves to God and the best way to do that is yield ourselves to the word of God to prayer and things amen that that draws us and, and pulls us amen to hear his voice and feel after his touch and to know his will and heartbeat not just to call in our lives but but on a daily basis of how to respond to circumstances and situation and and it's just like any Anything else, the more you do it, you get involved in it, and, and you practice it on a daily basis, the easier it becomes, amen, and you do that with humbleness and meekness because it's really not about us. It's, it's who we're trying to point everybody to, the same door, the same Savior, the same Jesus. And so that's, this is, some of this is just going to try to pull together, and I'm going to do my best to do it. And so, but are they that forsake the Lord that forget my holy mountain, that's Zion, what was taught there, what was given them from the commandments and Moses. And, and so, so again, we're getting right back. Amen. Because that's what's happening to our world today. People want to get away from the Word of God. Got so many different opinions and ideas. But I'm going to tell you what, there's not a half a dozen Bibles out there. There's only one Word. Amen. And thank God for it. There's only one God, one faith, one Lord, one baptism, two, two elements, water and spirit. Amen. So, so it really works together. If we'll just open our hearts of it, our spirits to it, I'm telling you, God's going to help us. They began to be talk about, said the preparations they made for tables, other tables and their offerings, and it talks about the troops, it talks about the numbers. If you look at these two, and I know I addressed that some the other night. 
Amen. But but it's, it's actually talking about there was a God of Babylon. Amen. And it was likened unto fortune. Amen. It's what it was like. And chance and by chance. And you'd all be surprised how many people are superstitious. And, and they live off of by chance. And things of that nature. But God don't leave this all open to, to chance. You don't just happen upon truth. You don't just blunder in on God. And God orchestrates, and I guess some in this house could stand tonight and tell you how God worked with them and brought them from one group to another group to this group and just kept working because He knew and He kept just getting you closer and closer. That's God doing that. That's not just you. It's God that puts that. I told it Sunday night, God, if you don't be dull about getting serious with God and the will of God, we'll tell you what happened. The will of God's going to come. When you sell out to know the will of God and you sell out to it, God with purpose, He'll put the will and the zeal in you to, to attain it and arrive at that place. And the devil's not big enough. The world's not big enough. and not wicked enough to stop that. But it's all in the mind to make it up. Hey, I want truth, whole truth, and nothing but the truth. I want to walk in the will of God, the perfect will of God, not just getting a permissive will and just getting by a will. That's an attitude that's got a hold of us. And, and understand what I'm fixing to say there. A lot of people, when they go to school, they want to do just enough to get by. And if you're not careful, that's a spirit can get a hold of us in all of life. Right down to the church. That's the reason there's too many people discontent and satisfied where they're going. I just want enough to get me by. Sunday mornings, you know, I mean, you remember the little the advertisement, a little bit of do, a little, what is it, dabs, a little dab, something, something, putting the hair to do. <laughs> Amen. Well, you know, it, it, you know, it takes a little more than that. <laughs> Praise God. And, uh, but you, you and I have got to make up in our minds that we're going to do that. And, he goes on and he begins to talk about, therefore, will I number you the sword. In other words, something's going to be slaughtered. They ain't going to be able to get out of it. That's just going to happen. That's going to take place. So, so, so here's what I want to do. When you begin to watch this, and this holds the remaining of this, this chapter, is actually talking about those that's walking in the way. Not, not one of the ways or some of the ways. There is the way. And so when you begin to do that, it likens and brings us right back to Psalms 1 and the writings of David. And David wrote, I believe, possibly the first 72 chapters of Psalms and prayers and things of that nature. David had such an insight, such a revelation, such an insight of the Messiah, such an insight, a revelation of the heartbeat and the will of God. That's the reason the scriptures taught us about him, that he seeked to after God's heart. Amen. That's the reason he was willing to repent. That's the reason he was willing to turn from his ways that was wicked and evil. That's the reason he bowed his knee to no other God. You never can find the scriptures where he bowed down to idols. Amen. That's the reason he could come over the Zeglags. I prayed several times a day. I said, God, you help us. The Zeglags of our own life that we'll rise up out of them and reach and get a hold, amen, of your heartbeat and will and receive and take back God. That's what's been stolen from us. Amen from the apostolic movement, the authority and the power in America. Amen. As an apostolic people, I'm telling you, you know, it's some things you got to take it 
back them. And we as a church, I don't care what the White House does. I'm telling you, we serve something that's greater than power of the White House. I'm not against the White House. I believe in government. I believe in obeying the laws of the land. I believe in lining up and doing what's right. We ought to be a blessing to the nation. But at the same time, amen, when they start trying to shut us down from preaching against sin and unrighteous and evil ways and things that's going to send people to hell, then hey, we got a, a higher right and a power and authority by the word of God and by the law of God to say, oh no, wait a minute now. If you live and walk in that way, that way is going to be a wandering way and a lost way. So let's, let's, let's look at this a little bit. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. I would encourage you in 2020, make sure you, you, you take to heart what's coming in that brain and where it's coming from. Okay? Hey, there's a lot of things, a lot of ways to get a lot of information out there to now. A lot of places you can tap into. And, and uh, sometimes the spirits is the very part you don't really pick up on. Watch this. The devil will lie to you to get you started down. ever seen the devil with a pitchfork? I mean, you've ever seen the devil with his horn sticking out? Sign on him. Hey, I'm the devil. Come here, boy. I know a bunch of act like a devil, but they didn't look like one. <laughs> so, the counsel of the ungodly nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. And that's mockers. Scornful, amen, is someone that's a mocker. You, let, me, let me tell you something. When you and I sold out to the Lord, we just became a part of one of the greatest struggles and battles that this world has ever known. And it's, it's, it's been here since the garden. And those are the voices and the powers that's working against righteousness and uprightness. That's the reason the religious world is constantly broadening the way to heaven. It's because they have, can't get no hold upon the unrighteousness. And it just keeps increasing and increasing. So they just broaden it up. They just accept it. They let certain individuals that are supposed to be spiritual leaders in their lives. If they say it's okay, it makes it okay. And they take this and throw it in the trash can. But let me tell you something. Scripture's real plain in more than one place in Moses' writing and John's that we can't add or take from the Word of God. Amen. I, I don't want to do that. And so, watch what he begins to talk about. Where is our delight supposed to be? Where is our pleasure supposed to be? In, in this way that we want to walk and where we want to finish this journey. And guess what? Everybody in here, you're on a pathway tonight. No one's exempt. Hmm. Have you ever seen somebody, especially maybe possibly a young person, and not necessarily, but, but a lot of times, young person, you can tell, hey, they're beginning to drift. They're beginning to begin to carry on conversation. They're beginning to deal with some friends. They're beginning to 
flirt with some things. <laughs> and you, you try to talk to them, and you try to slow them down, and you try to turn them around. I won't never forget, and I won't tell you who it was. It don't matter, but I remember one young guy in my life. and He had caught it just right. We was, we was by ourselves, and hey, I just looked at him. I said, buddy, I said, I'm telling you, you're headed in the wrong direction. You headed in some things. I said, you're young. I said, you're not too far. I said, but you better listen to me. I said, I don't care what color you are. I don't care how educated you are or uneducated. I don't care how, how rich and whatever. I said, you keep going in that path where you're going. I said, it's going to lead you to the same cesspool. It's just a matter of time. Tried my best to flag him down. Tried my best to stop him. Said, hey, I'm telling you, you don't want to be a part of that. You don't want to get caught up. You can't handle it. I said, none of the rest of them could. And you're not either. Your flesh is no, no more powerful and no more you know, greater than any of the rest of them. And you're, you're headed. But anyway, and so, so everybody here tonight is in a pathway. You're headed down somewhere. Hey, I'm going to tell you something. What's happened the last two weeks, especially with this old boy, is to help me to realize how soon, how soon a man life can leave here. How just in a moment, I stood by my brother last night and I looked over at my wife and I said, did you believe we'd have been here in a week and a half? And from that Friday night that we'd be sitting, standing here and looking and observing, amen, what we're looking at and having to deal with in just a week and a half. We would, I wouldn't have never dreamed that. I never, never could have believed that a body could have went down and got in such a state of a condition so quick. And just, I'm talking about in just a few hours, amen, balanced between life and death, balanced between eternity, amen, and going out to meet eternity. I'm talking about in a few hours, that's all it took. A man that you and I, that you know as well as I do, that gets out and works in pretty good health, you know, set and done. Now, he's got some hang-ups, but other, otherwise, we'd, you'd have never dreamed that just in a matter of hours and a couple of days, he'd find himself in such a condition. I'm going to tell you something tonight, amen, that's the same way spiritually it can happen. You don't have to miss but one or two services. You start missing one or two prayer moments, one or two times, or three or, three or four times, this and that. First news, you know, you start finding yourself entangled in something, amen, and drawn to something. You'll find old desires and past. And if you're not careful, I'm going to talk to somebody here a little bit here tonight. You're going to become so calloused in your heart and so calloused in your spirit. Amen. That it won't seem like it's sin any longer. It don't feel like it's anything wrong any longer. In fact, you'll start looking around and looking at others and saying, well, so-and-so is doing it and that one down the road's doing it. But I'm going to tell you something. The multitude is not going. The multitudes of Pentecost are not going. Boy, that, that's bringing it right on down. But I'm telling us the truth tonight. This pathway is straight and narrow, but you know what? We can make it. There's no doubt in my mind, heart, spirit tonight with the love of Christ. You and I can make it if we got our minds made up. God will see to it. So let, let me talk about it. But his delight is what is in the law of the Lord. And in his law doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither. Huh. Well, it's an important thing to be planted in the right place. <laughs> that your root system can find some nourishment. When the desert time comes. When those wilderness time comes. I can steal a man, a man, that these old leaves won't wither. 
Hallelujah. But I've got a hold of something, and something's got a hold of me. And that having a hold of me is, is probably more important than me having a hold of it. You know, I, you hear me make this statement sometimes, you know. Amen. It's one thing to say I've got the Holy Ghost, but it's quite another for the Holy Ghost to say it's got me. It really is. That He rules and reigns in whatever He desires when He calls upon us. That we're willing to walk in the Spirit. That we're willing to take and walk down that pathway. So one of the best ways that you and I can do that is to find a delight and a pleasure in the law, which happens to be the Word of God. And so he goes on, he talks about it. So he likens this individual. It's like a tree that's planted. And he'll, his leaves and his fruit, he'll bear them in season. And the ungodly are not so. But are like the shaft which the wind driveth away. You know what that is, wintering the, 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 the wheat and all. When you throw it up, the wind blows. It blows the shaft away. Amen. And so that's a reason, amen, we're seeing a world and living in a season and a time, amen, that people are being cast to and fro, even among the Pentecostals, because they did not take the time to put the Word of God into their hearts, their minds, and their spirit. They didn't take a time, amen, to fall in love with. With it and let it become a delight and a pleasure to them that I'm not going to be deceived and I'm not going to know I'm going to stay in this pathway it doesn't matter who's going there or whatever direction that one's going it doesn't matter if whole church is going the other direction I know this pathway I know what's familiar I know what's right in the sight of God I know what's written in the word of God and God hasn't changed my I'm talking to us tonight there is a way that's right and pleasing to God and if we'll do that we're going to receive the benefits of what this chapter is going to be talking about in a few minutes and you know what I want us to have our minds made up we want to be a part of that thousand years we want to be a part of that ruling and reigning now some of you want to see see things happen and justice done I will tell you live for God live for God because you're not going to see it any other way but if you're set out live for God you're going to get to experience it you're going to get to watch and see it unfold so it's important Drop down to the very last verse. Watch this. He says, therefore the ungodly shall not stand what? In the judgment. <laughs> judgment is nothing more but the revealing of the light. New Testament taught us, he said, hey, judgment of God starts where? House of God. Thank God for the judgment. I'd rather start here in my house tonight. <laughs> Light revealing things that hey I need I need to I need to tighten up that little bit I need to adjust that a little bit I need to make a little arrangement there I need to turn because it goes on to tell us he said hey if the righteous scarcely be saved where is the ungodly and the sinner going to appear it's right the opposite of what the religious world has taught us. Hmm. Last verse. Well, nor sinners of the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth what? The way of the righteous. God knows the way of the righteous. That's the reason he could, he could trust Job. That's the reason he has the ability to, to, to put possessions and, and, and opportunities into our lives. Because he knows the way of the righteous. He knows the way that you're going to take he knows the way that you're going to walk. He knows the way that you're going to respond to it. Okay? 
again. Psalms 119.97. I want to talk about this in just a minute. Oh, how love I thy law. Why, why is it? Watch this. When, when Israel became moved from that tribe situation to a nation, there is this code, a code of, of laws, a man, that they had to start giving account to. And that's what it talks about. It's a code of life and conduct that they become a national society. They became known, you know, as the children of God. Even still today, Jews are Israel, are Hebrew people. A lot of times we refer to them as what? The favorite ones of God, the blessed ones of God. And that's true. They were the ones that received the, the ordinance and the promise and the commandments and all that. We know that even from the New Testament. But you and I became spiritual Jews when we came and followed the way, the way. Amen. Come through the door and started walking the way of truth. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank God for truth. Truth, amen, will set you free. Truth, amen, won't only set you free, but truth will give you skill and talent and ability. Amen. And the gumption and the spirit to stand for truth. Because when you know you're right, you're right. Amen. I've often said this. Hey, if I'm right and I know I'm right, I don't care if it costs me $100. I don't care if it costs me $500. I've had some people say, well, you ought to just tell that judge this and that. And they'll go lean it. I said, I'm not lying to him. Amen. I don't care how much it costs me. I'm not lying about that but amen when it's on the other foot I'm not lying again either amen I'm going to stand just as strong and just as true amen truth's truth folks we wouldn't be here tonight if it wasn't true if Jesus wasn't truth then you and I wouldn't be here tonight because he is truth truth is the only thing that can stop the devil truth is the only thing that can bring you out of darkness truth is the only thing that can keep you from being uh, deceived and beguiled and drawn back into something it's truth the way of truth. That scripture, it goes on, it talks about it. And the 101, the same, 119, 101 says, I have refrained my feet from every evil way that I might keep thy word. I have refrained my feet. I'm not going down that path. I'm not, I'm not going to be drawn into that. I'm not going to participate into that. Why? Because, and Brother Barry didn't have a clue that I was going in this direction. It can't be a pastor deal. It's got to be a God thing. It's got to be a Word of God thing. If it becomes a Word of God thing, then you understand and realize I'm transgressing against God. But you also understand, I'm not going to transgress. It don't have nothing to do with my church. It don't have nothing to do with my pastor. It don't have nothing to do with this or that. It has something to do with between me and God. And that's what makes the difference. Amen. And you're choosing. Jeremiah, I likened unto this same chapter, Psalms 1 and the tree. Amen. When he talked about it in Jeremiah 17. And 7, blesses the man that trusts in the Lord and whose hope is the Lord is. For he shall be as a tree planted by the waters and spreadeth out her roots by the river. And shall not see when heat cometh, but her leaf shall be green and shall not be careful or anxious. What's one of the biggest problems of our country today? And it's going to get worse. Men's heart's going to fail them. People are going to have nervous breakdowns. They're going to, they're going to do things you wouldn't have dreamed because they're going, they're going to lose their wits in. Look what we're being protected from. Look what we've been kept from. Oh, we got to deal with it. We got to, we got to, we're part of it. But thank God we got somebody with us. 
to help us along this journey. He went on, and I'm just going to cover a little bit because it's in these next few verses here. He says, The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? I, the Lord, search the heart. God can know it. He has a way of searching it. He has a way, a man, of trying the reins, even to give every man according to his ways and according to the fruit of his doings. God has a way of setting up things and putting things that go down the path that you need, the way that you, amen, to find out what's in the heart. I'm glad I'm serving a God tonight that's willing to search all the chambers of the heart for the good. Evil may come, but I'm going to tell you something for the good. That's God's intent. That's God's expected ending for you and I. Amen. To, to make this. He goes on. He talks about as a potter setteth on the eggs and hatcheth them not. So he that getteth riches and not by right shall leave them in the midst of his days. And at the end he shall be a fool. A glorious high throne from the beginning is the place of our sanctuary. O Lord, the hope of Israel. All that forsake thee shall be ashamed. And they that depart from me shall be written in the earth. Because they have forsaken the Lord, the fountain of living water. So, so you know what? We're not going to forsake the Lord. We're going to gain riches. God's going to bless us. But we're going to do it right. We're going to do it right in the sight of God. We'll do it right in the sight of God. We won't have to worry about all that other. Amen. There is a way of doing it and doing it right. And that's what we're interested in. In the day and hour that we're living in today. Doing what we're doing. We're doing it upright and wholesome and pleasing in the sight of God. You know why? Because there is a, there is a reward that's greater than everything else in this world. That we're trying to pursue. That we're trying to attain. And that's what we want to talk about for just a minute here tonight. And. And, and I'm going to bypass something, but let me, let me touch. Watch this. Psalms 2 and 12, kiss the son. That, that's talking about emotion, having passion for him, expressing that. You know, watch this. Lest ye be angry and ye perish from the way. You quit loving this Jesus. You quit loving this truth. It won't be long. You perish. 25. All the paths of the Lord are of mercy and truth. Unto such is keep his covenant and his testimonies. Good and upright is the Lord. Therefore will he teach sinners, what teach sinners in the way. The meek will he guide in judgment. And the meek will he teach his way. Man, I'm telling you what, God wants us in the right way. God wants us to walk down His pathway in 2020 in a, in a different dimension and different power than we ever have. I want everybody on the sound of my voice. I don't know where your watermark's been. I'm not down in that. I'm not even questioning that. What I am encouraging us and telling us to do, you know what? I'm going to pick that watermark up. I'm going to pick it up a little higher. I, I'm going I'm to pursue it. I'm going to purpose it in my heart. I'm going to purpose it in my mind. I'm going to purpose this. In my, I'm going to walk the way that He wants me to walk. I'm going to seek that. I'm going to knock on the door. Amen. I'm going to be like that little widow woman. Amen. I'm going to be consistent about getting a hold of God and the heart of God and the blessings of God and the favors of God. Well, it may cost me some areas, but you know what? The benefits are far better doing for the things of Jesus Christ. You know, I could carry you to Acts 24, 1 through 14, the time that Paul become before his, you know, he is accused, amen, of his, and, and they didn't like his worship. 
Amen. It caused him, you know, it caused an uproar in the city, uproar in the temple. He said, hey, y'all fought your cues on there 12 days ago and tells them all about that. He said, but the problem here is I worship in a way that you want to curse, a way that you, you want to call of heresy. This is the way I worship God. Hey, you're never going to get to the place, amen, in this world where we truly worship God and the method that we use, amen, and everybody's going to agree with it and everybody's going to join together. Now, they're trying to cook up out there. They're trying to join together out there. They're trying to find enough common ground to to, 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 to join together and bind together. But I'm going to tell you something. There's some things in this book that always keep us separated if we stay in the way. Now, if we start getting out of the way and start getting in some of the ways, you start connect, connecting and you start hooking up with them. You start joining up with them. But I'm going to tell you something. Those ways is not going to lead to the way. It's just not do it. It's not going to happen. You know, uh, the other day, Anna and I was coming from heat, was feeding his dogs, and, and we come out to 57 off the Tudor Road, and I turned left. She said, let's go that way. She said, that's the way to home. I said, yeah, we can go home that way. I said, it's be a long trip. Amen. I had to go way down and all the way around. I said, but we could turn right here and go right here and go just a half a mile here and be on more road. Amen. You know what? I'm telling you, God's in the business. Amen. Let's do it the way he wants it done. Let's do it in order that it'll be pleasing and acceptable unto the Lord. And that's what he's talking about here. Why? Because there's something we want to tame. Now, you watch this. 15th verse. And he shall leave your name for a curse unto my chosen. What he's talking about here at time, I won't go into it. Boy, I could have. They were time. There was Ahab. There was different ones. Uh, give us an examples. Amen. The king of, of Babylon that burnt them. That became a saying in the time of the Babylonian time. Amen. Two of the kings that was actually burnt. Amen. By the, by the king of, 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 of Babel. Amen. And so that became a saying, a part of that. That's what it come become a curse. Your name. Your name. Those. Uh, now, again, remember now, these are the ones that, that turn from him. Amen. That turn from the ways of God and the ways of wholeness and right the pathways amen that led to eternal life amen these are the ones to turn from that and, and so they, their names amen going to become a cursed name but he said but unto my chosen for the Lord God shall shall slay thee and, and call his servants by another name. I won't go into that a lot, but you know what? He done that. Because when you go to back to the book of Acts, and you go back to the church, and go all the way to the church, you're going to see a man now that's kind of like the time, a man from Israel to Jacob, or changing Jacob's name, a man to Israel, the prince not only with men, but with God. Now, a man in Antioch, a man, because they because suffered, a man, of doing the work of Jesus Christ, they begin to call them Christians. They begin to name them, and Christians actually means to be Christ like when you start walking in the truth and the way I'm telling you there's an identity that comes with us hallelujah that the rest of the world has to sit up and take notice to and say you know what they don't look just like us and they don't act just like us and they just don't do something but you know what it brings some benefits and some authority and power into our lives and upon the face of this earth hallelujah and nothing else can do it I'm telling you the hand of God can do it but he's got to have somebody amen that's walking in the way he's not just going to pour it out on everybody and everything that's walking in ways but he's looking for somebody's going to walk in the way with the blessings or without the blessings during the times of persecution or when there is no persecution he's looking for somebody's going to stay with the way so he's going on about this and he says that he who blesseth himself in the earth shall bless him in what in the God of truth what's this I'm going to be blessed in this earth but I'm going to be blessed by the God of truth I'm not going to change my way to some of these idol gods I'm not going to bow down to idol gods I can be blessed in this earth. I'm not going to I'm not going that direction. He that sweareth in the earth shall swear by what? The God of truth. If I'm going to make an oath, it's going to be by the Lord. 
not going to be by anybody else. This is going to be done. It's going to be done by Jesus Christ. He's the one. He might use you a night, but he's the one. He's the one that we're going to swear by. For the former troubles are forgotten, and because they are kid from my eyes. And he talks about the other times. And I'd have loved to took the time to went to Revelations 3 and 14 and talked about the Laodicean church. And, and he talks about, I could took you to Corinthians. He talks about Jesus Christ, Christ, the truth. Amen. When he comes. And the promises of what? They are yea and amen. That's the reason you, you put on your fighting clothes. That's the reason you purpose in your mind and heart and spirit. God said, I can have it and I'm going to get it. That's the reason if I was in this house tonight and didn't have the Holy Ghost. I'm telling you, the word of God says you can have it. It's a promise to you and to your children, to them that are far off. And so you can have the Holy Ghost. Amen. And don't let the devil lie to you. Don't let your flesh rob you of it. Don't let our society and religious society, amen, and set, amen, try to rob us. Hallelujah. That it's not important. It's not essential. I'm telling you, the challenge are coming. And you and I have got to purpose in our own hearts and minds and spirit. Hallelujah. You know what? It's essential. It's a must. Amen. I got to repent. I got to be baptized. Amen. If I'm going to heaven, if I'm going to see God, this foundation's got to be laid. It's got to be laid right. Like this Pentecost. It's Pentecost and experience. And everybody's got to have the same experience. There's going to be no grandchildren in heaven. There's not going to be any grandchildren gaining any inheritance. You and I got to be born again of the water and the spirit. This is the way. This is the path. Amen. And so you and I sell out to it and stay with it. Hey, I'm telling you, God's going to bless it. Somebody's hungry. Somebody's thirsty. Hallelujah. And I don't know how many we may have to walk by, but I'm telling you, somewhere along the way, hallelujah, God's going to see to it that you're going to rub shoulders with them, that you're going to come encounters with them. Hallelujah. And I'm talking about in Bendale, Mississippi. I'm not talking about everywhere, everywhere else too, but I'm talking about here also. God did put a church, amen, here not to save people in this community. God put a church in this place, amen, that we can do something about the spiritual world that's in this community. God put a church in this community, amen, to be a light and example to help and lead away, amen, to lead others to Jesus Christ and the power thereof. Right. Woo, praise God. I know it's Wednesday night, but... My goodness, folks, I'm telling you, I'm getting a little fired up about this thing. If anybody's going to make a difference in this community, hallelujah, it's not going to be a multi-million dollar business. If it is, it's Jesus' name person's going to own it. Hallelujah, hallelujah. What's going to make a difference in this community? Good old church. Church is in the way. It's going to stay in the way. The way that leads to eternal life. I'm going to bypass some more. Lord, I hate to do this, but I know I don't have the time. I'm going to just go to the scriptures. That'd be the best thing, because I'm going to do good to do finish that, probably. For behold, I created you heaven and you earth. The former shall not be remembered, nor come into mind. Have you ever thought about that? The former world, what ex existed prior, it won't ever even come into mind. It'd be as though it didn't even exist. It wasn't even a part. Some likens it to this particular verse when he begins to talk about creating a new heaven and a new earth. Amen. Here, some likens it even to Caleb. Whenever Caleb and Joshua inherited the promised land, that the feet, they, the, what they had trotted on at one time, that Jesus Christ is going to come back in the millennium. And that he trotted upon, upon this earth. Amen. He's going to rule and reign for a thousand years and he's going to let the whole world know. I believe it's likened unto what the garden could have been the results of the garden if complete obedience had been kept. What he's going to do, he's going to bind the devil. He's going to be bound for a thousand years. And you watch these scriptures, what they begin to talk about in this particular time upon the earth and this thousand years of millennium and what's going to happen. 
I'm going to just basically kind of read through it because I, I know if I don't, uh, I'm going to be in trouble. But be glad and rejoice forever. Not just occasionally, not just, it won't be even just, no. In that which I create, for behold, I create Jerusalem a rejoicing and her people a joy. I will rejoice. And this is God. This is the Lord speaking. I, the Lord, will rejoice in Jerusalem. The squabble, the fight, and the battles, it's over Jerusalem even today. But I'm telling you, that city belongs to him. It's going to be his city. And it's going to be a city that's going to have the old men that can walk the streets and the kids to play out the streets one day. It's going to be a city that there's going to be a joy flowing out of that city like this earth has never experienced. There's going to be a peace that's going to flow out of that city. I'm talking about on this earth like they've never experienced. It's going to be a time of that. God's going to show this earth and all of creation, amen, who the real culprit was the problem. Where all these other things, it was cultures and people and this and ideas and all this other. There was one, one, one common denominator behind it all called the devil. Amen. When he binds him, no man would be able to sin. And you're going to watch something happen in this time, in this millennium. Talks about the joy. He says, and I will rejoice in Jerusalem. Joy in my people. This is the Lord. So I'm going to have joy. The voice of weeping shall be no more heard in her, nor the voice of crying. No reason, be no reason for any of that to take place. There shall be no more thence an infant of days, nor an old man that hath not filled his days. He'll, he'll achieve that. There won't be no infants dying. They won't die. Watch what he says. For the child shall die at a hundred years old. At a hundred years old. He'll be considered a child that's died. But the sinners being a hundred years old shall be cursed. I could take it to Proverbs, talks about that. That even though a sinner achieves accomplishing a lot of things on earth for a hundred years, huh, he's still going to be accursed. He's still going to wind up. He's going to miss all this. He's not going to enjoy. He's not going to. He, he received his time. They, which is talking about Israel, the Jews, those that's going to be in Jerusalem. They shall build houses and inhabit them. They shall plant vineyards and eat the fruit of them. There's nothing more pleasurable than after you've worked and labored for six months, a year, two years, six years, whatever, how many years, of building a house. And then to go out on that, that front porch or back porch of that cup of coffee just to get to enjoy, amen, your labor. What you've laid up and stored up. There's nothing like going out there in that, that, that garden and working. And all of a sudden, that, that, those vegetations, as things start coming and you start. You see, it wasn't always like that for Israel. It wasn't always like that for the believers. It's not always been like that for us either. There's been some times when you earnestly prayed and you earnestly sought God. The thief come in and done his best to rob and to take and destroy and tear it down. And at times, possibly, it happened. But there's coming a time, I'm telling you, he won't be able to. They shall, they shall not build and another inhabit. They shall not plant another eat. For as the days of a tree are the days of my people, my elect shall long enjoy the work of their hands. 
They shall not labor in vain, nor bring forth for trouble. For they are the seed of the blessed of the Lord, and their offsprings with them. It shall come to pass that before they call, I will answer. And while they are yet speaking, I will hear. He'll set up. He'll be in that tabernacle. He'll be there. You'll know before they're even asked. He'll start having the answers. Blessing. How many times you and I prayed, and boy, we'd have left to have the answer just had the deliverance. He begins to describe how peaceful it's really going to be in the last verse. The wolf and the lamb shall feed together, and the lion shall eat straw like the bullet. And dust shall be the serpent's meat. What did he mean by that? That didn't change, did it? You know why? Because the serpent won't even have an opportunity in a thousand years to even tempt them one single time. Folks, there is, there is, there is that that's waiting for us. A prize in a sense that will blow us away if we'll just stay focused on it. There's going to be trials. There's going to be tribulations. There's going to be some difficult times. But if we'll do as our example, Jesus Christ, look beyond the cross. Look where we're going. And just stay on the path. Stay on the way. It's going to be worth the journey. Let me take, if you don't mind, right quick. I passed a lot of scriptures, but I, I, want to, I want to go to this one. Revelations 20. This chapter is actually called the Millennium Kingdom. He says, I saw an angel come down from heaven having the keys of the bottomless pitch and a great chain in his hand and he laid hold of the dragon, that old serpent which is the devil and Satan and bound him a thousand years. I cast him into the bottomless pit and shut him up and set a seal upon him that he should not deceive the nations no more. Notice how he put that. The nations. All the nations. The Gentiles, the heathens, the Whoever. Till the thousand years should be fulfilled, and after that he must be loosed a little season. I saw thrones, plural. I saw thrones. And they that sat upon them, and judgment was given to them, and I saw the souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of Jesus. And for the word of God. And which had not worshipped the beast. Neither his image. Neither had received his mark. Upon their foreheads. Or in their hands. And they lived and reigned with Christ. A thousand years. But the rest of the dead lived not again. Until the thousand years were finished. This is the first resurrection. Blessed and holy is he that hath part in the first resurrection. On such the second death hath no power. But they shall be priests of God and of Christ. 
and shall reign with him a thousand years. Can I help you out a little bit? I'd make it a purpose in my heart, my mind, and spirit tonight. I'm going to be a part of that first resurrection. I'm going to be a part of them that's going to sit on thrones and judgment in that thousand year reign. Tell you what, there's a lot waiting on us in the future. And there's a lot more future upon this earth than what a lot of people realize. I didn't say it might be a long time to coming of the Lord. But there's a lot of things stored up for his people. Not only just the Jews that you read about in that 65th chapter, but for the church also in that first resurrection. I want to be a part of it. How about you? Love you tonight. Appreciate you. Let me say we do appreciate your prayers. They have, uh, Joseph has really uh, has made a, uh, some headway in the last, I'm going to say 24 hours now. It was less than that because they didn't start the first dialysis. If, so I love you if you're being maybe kept up with it. His numbers got way too high. They couldn't do dialysis. It was too risky. Finally, the numbers got right yesterday, even about 530, uh, 6 o'clock, somewhere in that park. Uh, they began to do dialysis on him. He's done very well. We was actually down there. They was a little nervous about it, and even afterwards for a while. But, uh, hey, he, he went through it, no complications. Uh, they was actually able to put a feeding tube in, and uh, so they gave him some nutrition now to help him out. Uh, they came back in today. That was two hours. Normally they do four, but they didn't figure he could handle four hours, so they've done two yesterday, doing two today, planning to do two more tomorrow, then trying to increase it from that point. So I'm just telling you this, that your prayers are working, and we thank you for and appreciate it. Uh, and just, just keep it up. Uh, we know. Uh, now, now some of them's telling it's going to be a year thing. It's going to take them a year to get back where he was at, and, and they just put a lot of things, and I understand that. They need to. It, don't, it doesn't bother me. Uh, my wife and I had to encounter one of the nurses last night, probably the only one that most of them don't really care for she got to talk about all kind of negative stuff and everything else, but uh, we just kind of <laughs> shut all that off and didn't pay all that no attention. And, uh, and you know what? Who knows? That could be the one that God just lets him just sit up and say, Hello, how are you, Miss So-and-so? And I won't call her name, but Miss So-and-so. <laughs> That's God's business. I just know he can do it. So we're going to keep praying for him. Let me say thank you again. Let's pray for those. Pray, you know, very mentioned Sister Joanne passing this evening. So let's remember that family that happened late this evening around 6 o'clock, maybe a little before. I'm not sure exact time, but somewhere close to that. So let's keep them in our prayers. Others, uh, amen. Uh, let's just, let's really pray for one another this year. Uh, let's pray God to keep us from this pneumonia and flu. And man, I'm telling you, it's just an epidemic of it. And it's, it's all over the place. So. Let's pray for one another, lift one another up. Love you tonight. Appreciate you. Let's stay in the way. There's a great reward looking for us, folks. It's coming. I, I couldn't think of a better group of people to go celebrate it with. Okay? Love you. Appreciate you. Any other announcements? Any gripes? Any complaints? Don't forget, we're going to try to do the business meeting the last Sunday night of the month. Okay? God bless you.